There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to the Star Power Podcast on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss Stargirl on the CW channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. And I'm Cosmic Staff Dave. And today we'll be discussing episode eight of season two of Stargirl. Oh my God. So I was live tweeting this and it was something else. That's what I'm going to say. But I will go into a little bit more with initial reactions. So Steve, what did you think when you watched this episode? Well, we definitely got darker, which was to be expected, I believe. But the one thing I really took away from this is how strong Beth was. And we do have something to battle him, the goggle. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about the goggles themselves, but that makes sense. Dave, how about you? Well, I know we're not rating it, but if we did, I would give it four out of five superpower Beth smiles. Aww. Nice. I know. <laughs> she was great. And I, I was surprised, too, that uh, one of the breakthroughs, I mean, they were, they won one out of two. Right. The breakthrough it turned out to be the goggles. Yep. But I still miss Chuck. I right. have to say, as I was watching it, I was just, there was a lot of cuss words coming out. That's all I'll <laughs> yeah. say. And a what coming I, out? A lot of swear words coming oh. out of my mouth. And when I was tweeting it, Steve, it went a little darker. Really, that's a bit of an understatement. But okay, <laughs> well, like we on knew Twitter, it was coming. So, but whoa, <laughs> whoa, and and Twitter, I think everybody was pretty much in the same line as I was. Going, what the? How did that make it through? Oh my god! <laughs> so that's how I was most of the time. But yeah, and basically from the go of this episode, and I was just so thrown off, especially when we start with. Beth's parents and the way it was done was just perfect because I did not know until the end right because this whole time we've kind of been talking like oh my god what if her parents kind of (laughs) go that route and when that happened I think that's what threw me and everything else for the episode I was pretty much with my jaw like on the floor but I couldn't believe the way we ended but yes like like you said Beth wow Beth so that's all the little tiny synopsis I'm given, and then we can go into the whole thing and explain all the wowness and the what does. So take <laughs> it away, Steve. All right. Summer School Chapter 8. With his world crashing down around him, Rick focuses his attention on protecting Solomon Grundy after learning hunters are after a bear in the woods. Meanwhile, Beth becomes the target of Eclipso's latest plan. You know, I'm starting to hate that guy yeah. on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Eclipso just went off my Christmas card list. But this guy on the radio, I'm going to shoot me a bear. I'm like, shut up, dude. Come on. Don't yeah. know what Rick needs. He needs to turn the channel to R-E-S-E-P-E-T. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Oh, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. Well, this episode kicks off with Rick's teacher coming. Why do I offer an apology? I like her. I'm trying to figure out where I've seen her before. 
for assuming the worst of him. She turns out to be a nice lady, and she comes with some college pamphlets. While she believes he deserves a fresh start, his uncle thinks otherwise, verbally berating Rick. There's another guy totally off the Christmas list. Oh, yeah. Christmas card oh, list. Oh, my God. And, I was so happy that his teacher did that. And then uh, with his uncle, I'm like, you know what? If something happens, I'm not going to be sad. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> The guy needs to go back on the couch, stick his hand in his pants, and crush a beer can on his forehead. Yes. (laughs) While in the woods, Rick yells about how he is tired of giving everything he has and getting nothing in return. I didn't see that coming. I know everyone else has been having meltdowns, but I didn't didn't see that coming from Rick. I don't blame him, though, especially when we see his uncle, because we don't know how bad he's been off screen to him. Yeah. Well, we we have to assume that he's still been treated the same way as when we first met his uncle, so. Oh, I believe his uncle's been Joe Jackass. I'm just yes. saying we don't know how bad it's been. So that's why I totally get Rick like having this moment. Yeah, he's living on his own now. Spoiler alert. So Not quite. Grundy, find, <laughs> yeah, Grundy finds Rick and sits with him, listening to Rick's story about how he found a new home for his uncle's abused dog. I was thinking, did Rick just call Grundy his pet dog? <laughs> I was actually getting more ticked about the story. I'm like, that's... Yeah, I know. There's a lot of crap people in the world. When he was reunited with the dog a year later, the animal was different in a good way because he finally received some love. Rick thinks that perhaps that's what Grundy needs. He should have patted him on the head and got him a chew bone. While he was (laughs) unsure if Grundy understands him, the former villain pats Rick on the back and offers him an apple, implying he does understand him. I think he totally did. Yeah. You want that was ball, do you? Yeah, this was one of the best scenes of the episode, I thought, was Grundy actually acknowledging that he understands what Rick is saying. Yeah. That's Lou Ferrigo Jr., right? Yes. Oh, I wondered who it was. Like, because I seen him in the title credits, and I'm like, who is he? Gotta be. I mean, it's all, it seems all digital, so he must be wearing those dots instead of the suit, I would imagine. Interesting. There was a, a moment when they were sitting next to each other that I'm like, oh, that that's not the best CGI right there. But yeah. I at least like how they were doing it, that they were still interacting and it wasn't like he's really not there. You're just interacting with like a tennis ball. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Rick is grateful that uh, he's only burping and not <laughs> having too much to take. Of course, on lower deck. He doesn't have to clean up after him. Right. You know? <laughs> Meanwhile, things are not looking too good for Courtney, who's feeling guilty about bringing Yolanda into this world and the trauma that she's dealing with. I was really sad when they're sitting there talking about this. And I will tell you again, all the way through the end, I'm like, how much of it was true and how much is Eclipso messing with Courtney? I mean, I think it's true, this whole scene, but it was really starting to, the way it played out is starting to make me wonder. Well, I think okay, Barbara. Yeah, this was just opening the door to let Eclipso in. See, I, I, I feel like Pat and Barbara are telling her, like, oh, it's okay, just give her space. But Pat and Barbara know more than Courtney, and I feel like they need to share it. It's like, at this point, you know what? The world's going topsy-turvy. You two, I know Pat told Barbara, whatever. So you guys need to share with Courtney. What's the what? What if it makes it worse? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think. Courtney definitely saw what Eclipso could do in this episode, and she's seen it before, but not to this extent, and she's going to have to be real careful from now on, because we saw how easily Eclipso got into both Beth and Rick's head. If Courtney's going to be feeling guilty about Yolanda, she's next. 
I can't believe they sit there and eat waffles in the morning. I would be too tense for that. <laughs> okay, first of all, did you see that spread? It's like, yeah. I know. Who got you guys took the time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit unreal. Oranges and, yeah, waffles. And wasn't there eggs and some kind of breakfast meat? Like, that's a lot of food. <laughs> I'm lucky if I have toast, okay? I'm just saying. Like Mike's like, the doorbell rings, and he goes, huh. Clipso doesn't ring doorbells, does he? No. <laughs> like Hope not. Hi, guys. Mm, what's that smell, waffles? <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys did cooking. Let me in. I love that Mike thinks stopping a Clipso would be the best because, Mike, everybody thinks stopping a Clipso would be the best thing. This is a yeah. new territory here. I, I wonder course, if he's going to take a chance. Mike? He'll just, he'll climb. Yeah, Mike. You guys aren't oh, getting no, it done, no, and he no. climbs into the rebuilt uh, robot. Oh, I was going to say, don't say what I think you're going to say, and you said it. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm scared. Great, Dave. Now I'll be freaked out the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll oh, be like, uh, where's my robot? Where's Stripe, you know? Stripe Jr. Yeah. going to go out there? Uh-oh. <laughs> they should have Stripes and uh, the, a detachable backpack robot that Mike launches from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that'd be awesome. Oh, my God. I can just see it. Stripes like, Jr. Jumps off. It's like, yeah, on here back. Come. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Like a baby Bjorn, but for giant robots. So uh, that's awesome. That'll be in my head for a while. Things can only go up, right? No, 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 they can't. Because they get worse when Courtney finds Yolanda's wildcat costume outside after we heard the doorbell ring, implying that that's it for Yolanda and her superhero career. Can I just take a moment, too, to go back with last week's episode? I get that Yolanda's mom is mad and, and she sees her daughters hurting. And mm. while well, she's finally not being a jerk and she's kind of on Yolanda's side and she's like, uh, she doesn't want to talk to you. But then we see this and it's like, hmm, how much is her mom getting in her head? And then I'm just thinking, wait, her mom called and quit her job for her. Right. Granted, that's actually happened to me. I had somebody's mom call and quit when she was supposed to be in the middle of her shift. But <laughs> it, it was like, wait, does this happen in real life? And then I thought about it I'm like, wait, yeah, it did happen. So yeah. I just feel like, is the mom somehow, I don't want to say possessed, but like has Eclipso gotten into her mom's head where she's going to be pushing Yolanda into all these things that Yolanda thinks she needs to do? I was just thinking that, uh, didn't that costume adapt itself to Yolanda when she put it on? Yep. So, I mean, it could adapt itself to Mike, too. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd rather see him in a in a, a little robot outfit on the back. Right. But you never know. Right. Oh no, gosh. I absolutely think that Eclipso's gotten into Yolanda's mother's head and is doing everything she can. Because ever since last season when the pictures came out, her parents have treated Yolanda like dog do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like horrible. Yes. And it's I think it's continuing even though the... Pasture said Yolanda needs compassion, not your anger. I'm not seeing it yet. You're going to have to show me before I believe that they're accepting her back as their daughter and not treating her like a leech to their family. Yeah. Well, there's a cloud, dark cloud hanging over the entire town. God knows what's going on in everyone else's household. Exactly. Well, we check in on Beth, who is also hard at work. And she briefly makes contact with Dr. Midnight. He confirms he is alive and in the Shadow Realm. And the reason he's able to contact her is because their goggles are connected and the shadow barrier is breached. We'll find that hole and get him back. (laughs) 
Yeah, bring Cindy with him. Yes, unfortunately, the connection... And the shade. Yeah, is soon lost, and Eclipso briefly appears on her laptop, and you kind of go... Okay, I thought I seen something flash, but I swear I blinked at the same time, (laughs) and so I'm like, wait, is that just Chuck, like, in the laptop? What's going on? And then everything started going crazy, so I'm like, wait, what happened? Right. Eclipso should have said, I'm here. Yes. Oh, God. This is followed by more unfortunate news as her parents sit down to talk to her about the divorce. And they end up blaming her for their relationship (laughs) falling apart. Oh my god. This is where, seriously, I'm like, wait, did they really say that? And, I mean, the other stuff was gross, and I'm sure that, like, that part I knew was fake, like, what's coming. Right. But, like, her parents, I seriously had no clue, because the way that they've been with her. Right. They've been very standoffish, and, and yeah, it seems like Eclipso's been in their head some, too. (laughs) But seriously, when they're like, oh, we decided to focus all on you, I'm like, wait, are we talking about the same family here? Because I feel like Beth has been doing everything making your lunches and breakfast and dinner and and like all of this stuff in the house like wait what yeah how are you focusing on her i was just like getting so mad yeah we've never seen her being the focus of their their lives because they work almost 24 7 yeah but holy crap i will tell you twitter blew up with this because nobody was sure right and that's good writing that's what i'm gonna (laughs) say like, you have the entire fandom going, oh, my God, they really said it out loud. <laughs> yes. And to make matters worse, the uh. lovely Rubens that her mother made turn out to have maggots crawling in them. Oh. That was so gross. Yes. Yeah, so I, checked, I checked the meat in the refrigerator if I were them. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which wouldn't surprise me a bit. <laughs> now, of course, frustrated by this, she leaves home. Well, poor little Beth. You think she's got problems? Things aren't going too well for Rick, either. After his talk with Grundy, he overhears on the radio that people think there is a violent bear in the woods, and he sees several people with guns going into the woods to hunt this bear. Rick knows they're going after Grundy, so he calls Pat for help, confessing that he's been hiding Grundy in the woods and feeding him. (laughs) Yikes. When they arrive at the woods, they see no trace of Grundy, Rick, or the hunters, even though Rick ran into two battered hunters who claimed Grundy injured them and has a little girl. Oh, boy. And then with the stuff that's coming up, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait, again, is this all real? Because at this point, I'm like, okay, well, we've been hearing the whole thing about the bear for a while. So I figured, okay, they finally turned and they have all these hunters going out. And I'm thinking, is that even safe for the hunters? Like, oh, we're all going to go out and be shooting at everything. I don't know where they are. They have just that thin film of, like, fog everywhere so you can't see. Right. It was nice and sunny on the road, and I thought there was a continuity error, because a lot of times it's sunny on the road or wherever he's driving, and in the woods too, but the woods aren't in the town per se, right? so they're not covered with the dark cloud, or should oh, it be? I guess it's I think it is. Whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought the they said like it was spreading. Yeah. That everything was getting bigger. Because like a lot of people were like, why is he wearing a coat if it's supposed to be 4th of July? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you not hear them say, I think it was last episode, everything's dying, it's getting cold. Yeah, and not the woods though. Like, but it, it was sunny. Pretty sure it was sunny out on the road. At least. Right, yes. At and least that, and that's where the hunters peak. appeared. Yeah, so. peeking out. I don't know how he was able to start that illusion for Rick, but I don't. I don't know. It just Apparently, seemed like a he could be con- everywhere at one time. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like Mastercard. Anyway, so let's 
talk about Beth a little more because this episode was so Beth oriented. I mean, we had a lot of Rick in there, but I feel like this was really a lot more Beth. And it was all anybody was talking about on Twitter when this started happening because Beth goes over to the Whitmore's house, but no one's there. Except that strange little kid, Bruce. And I'm like, oh, God, no, not the kid. Yes. Anything but the kid. And things just go down from there. He starts calling Beth a liar and profiles her and tells her to come after him to get the goggles back. Which, how the heck did he grab those? I know. I was wondering that, too. So she ends up following up up Courtney's room. And I'm thinking, have you never seen a horror movie? Right. (laughs) Well, it's not the basement. (laughs) Yeah, at least. Oh, wait, did they go upstairs in Halloween, though? The original? Don't know. Didn't watch it. Stairs. <laughs> what? You've never seen the original? Okay, wait. We're in spooky season. You need to watch. But anyway, <laughs> up in Courtney's room, we hear Bruce continuing to say things that, holy shnike, blew up Twitter. That's what wow, I'm going to say. I know. Oh, yeah. I was like, how did this get approved? Because one of the things was just repeatedly saying she doesn't belong, which was probably the nicest thing he said. And as he's saying all these horribly racist comments, she realizes it's Eclipso. And she calls him out as a racist. And that seemed to tick him off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because he, like, knocks her into the closet without touching her. But she ends up tumbling into, like, the original JSA, or at least the illusion of it. And I was impressed. Were those the original characters? I mean, we see uh, Joe McHale, which we know is Starman. Yep. And we think is going to show up because he's been popping up somewhere here and there. And haven't seen him for a couple episodes. But were those other guys supposed to be the original ones that we'd seen previously? Yep. It was kind of hard to see their faces. That's why. Yeah. I don't think it was that important for them to be the actors. Right. Yeah, that's true. But oh, my God, just even them. What are you doing here? You're a child. You're you're a woman. You're everything that was just like, holy crap, racist, misogynist. My God, can you stop? Because they were saying they don't want her here. And Eclipso just kept doing it. Like, he is horrible. And that little kid needs to be punched in the mouth. That's all I kept thinking. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fight a nine year old. But Beth ends up confronting Eclipso about everything he's saying to her. And he claims no one's afraid of you. Or no one was it. You don't even have any power, I think, is exactly around about what he was saying to her. And it's like, what the heck? You're the one hiding your real self. If no one's afraid of me, why are you hiding? And I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's smart. Damn, I wasn't thinking that. I'm just like, kid needs to be punched. That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> but he's just claiming that she's nothing. And Beth realizes, which Oh my God, Beth, you are ahead of everybody. Yeah. Because she gets the fact that, oh, you need me to give in to my insecurities and fears, which I'm not going to do. I chose to be Dr. Midnight and I love being black and I will not let you make me feel any way about that because you're not going to get me. And holy crap, this faith in who she is gives her the strength to take the goggles back and put them on and she can see through the entire illusion i will tell you i was like yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) literally i'm yelling in my house like pointing and like that's right beth you got this (laughs) and twitter was pretty much doing the same thing they're like the only one who knows so it was so great to see her do this and 
seeing that the original Dr. Midnight apparently had been watching this whole thing. So we don't know exactly how long this happened. We're assuming it was pretty quick. Right. But he confirms, no, you you never left. You bested Eclipso and you did it by yourself. It wasn't the tech. It wasn't anything. But don't take the goggles off, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go through all that. But Maybe I thought the that was table. <laughs> you know, uh, I... part of that scene at the, the old JSA, there was no owl, right? And and the other owl background thing. If, if you look in her house, not in her bedroom, but there's an owl painting in the hallway too. A nice big owl too. Uh, who I don't know anybody who does that, but they're looking at their best house. She has an owl painting in the hallway. Oh, I didn't notice that. You know, because we haven't seen the owl since, like, forever. Right. So that's why it's like, I don't think about it. But that's interesting that they're doing that. So kind of like another show, like The Watcher, the owl's getting closer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love, too, that she's officially updated in the JSA files as the new Dr. Midnight. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So if she's updated, she should be able to find out what the secret is. You would think. Oh. Okay, one thing at a time, because she's a little stressed <laughs> That's out. A right now. Yes. That's a big thing. Yes, I know, thing. but she was a little stressed out this episode. <laughs> but she uh, also gets a second chance to talk to her parents, which she finds out this is the first time they've been home all day. That first one was, in fact, an illusion. And all I kept thinking was, thank the stars, because that was horrible. And I was so scared that it was true. Right. Yeah, but, because they've been so cold to her in the past, it wouldn't really have been that big of a reach for them to come out and say that to her yeah that's what i was so scared i mean they they tell her she belongs no one should tell you otherwise and i'm thinking well that would have been great advice previous to eclipso too but <laughs> i'm glad that she was okay and that the parents really didn't say that and whew, that was just a relief when we got to the end of like her storyline there right i was so happy and i'm like that little kid still needs to be punched in the mouth though yeah <laughs> i was just gonna say that now that she has access to the files she'll know that pat and barbara are keeping a secret and these everyone seems to be keeping a secret i mean and we learn rick's secret so does that mean beth will keep this secret if she if she does get access will she keep whatever the secret is oh my gosh she couldn't even tell Yolanda that you know, yeah. Yolanda was in oh. the right. Do you really think she's going to be able to keep a secret like yeah. that? <laughs> Maybe she'll go up to Pat and say, hey, I just found out. And he goes, yeah, I know. You know? Right. That yes. rough. And it was a little odd seeing best parents treating her completely differently than they have in the <laughs> past. It was just, huh? You're actually loving parents now? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Not like, hey, where's dinner? Right. So that was a little odd, but at least it made me feel a little bit better about her parents. Yeah, yeah. Beth goes, uh, she'd go, I'll, I'll make dinner. You guys sit down. Let me do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how she told him that she was um, taking up swimming to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the goggles. <laughs> they kind of looked like, <laughs> they just looked at her, you know, swim? Uh, <laughs> what? Just thinking like, oh, honey, that was at least like, I don't know, be like, oh, I was on a motorcycle. I don't know. Something I know. Yeah. Made a little more sense with giant goggles. <laughs> <laughs> well, we go back out to the woods where Rick goes after Grundy, and when he finds him, there's a dead girl in the water. Furious, Rick calls Grundy a monster, and of course, this scares him off. Courtney and Pat arrive and try to calm Rick down, but they see the dead girl as well. So while tending to her, Rick runs off swearing to kill Grundy. The girl turns out. I was freaked out. (coughs) Yes. (laughs) 
And the girl turns out to be Dr. Midnight's dead daughter, and her eyes open before she vanishes, revealing it's an illusion. Did yeah. you guys realize that was Midnighter's daughter? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, I didn't catch I barely it had a way. chance to say, oh my God, before she disappeared. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's with the clothes? Like, the, I wasn't focusing on the face. Right. And I was like, what's with the clothes? And then when she, her eyes opened, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just poofs out and you go, oh man, this could have been and, so and much better. And then you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, always with the creepy kid laugh. What the hell? <laughs> So Rick finds Grundy at his home, and he uses his powers to fight Grundy. We actually see him turn over the uh, hourglass. No, he didn't. He didn't turn he it over? No, he had it in nope. his hand. He grabbed he it, it he never hand. turned it over for some reason again. <laughs> That's because they used all of it on Solomon Grundy. They can only do so much CGI, okay? Right. But as they were fighting, the, the sand was like flying through the glass, getting less and less. Right. And then at one point, it was full again. I'm like, oh, they blew it. Yeah. And then, it, I swear to God, I was watching. The second time I watched it, it was like draining like crazy. That's not an hour. Not even no, TV time. No, no. But then no. It, another time, it was it was full. It was full again. I'm like, oh, geez, they're blowing it. And then, and then it was draining out again. And I thought, maybe that's why. Well, we'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> and I don't think it was surprisingly gets the better of him. We saw him. First time he took Grundy on, or second time he battled Grundy, he had the upper hand. Yeah. And Courtney and Pat arrive and watch in horror. They beg him to stop, and when that doesn't work, Courtney uses the little energy the cosmic staff has left to blast Rick. I was surprised because right when she's going to do it, you hear Pat say, that's not who you think it is. Right. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh my God, what did he do? Yeah. <laughs> And he snaps out of it and sees the truth. He was not fighting Grundy. He was fighting his uncle, nearly killing him, causing him to throw the hourglass into the ground, breaking it. Well, I couldn't believe he did that either. Right. So much for our man. Yeah. That. Did you see the look on uh, Pat uh, Stargirl's face? Poor Courtney's like, yes. what did you just do? I could give that to somebody else. <laughs> yep. This was yet another trick by Eclipso, so there is no way to explain what happened to the cops, and Rick is arrested. Courtney and Pat try to see what they can do to help, but right now it looks bad with his uncle in critical condition. He got what he know. deserved, I but... <laughs> <laughs> I think there's plenty they could do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. been like, I don't know, the bear must have got him. Yeah. Or just be like, you know what? I'm sorry. He's been abusing me for years. I couldn't take it. His teacher is going to be able to testify on his behalf. Yeah, that's about yeah. the only way they're going to keep him out of jail. Now, of course, he broke the hourglass. Are we actually seeing the end of the J the JSA that we originally was in were introduced with both Rick and Yolanda? Sure now looks that way. Leaving the group. Hmm. It sure looks that way. It sure does. And then I'm like, okay, wait, we finally see the, uh, another little somebody. Not little. But like when Grundy pops out, I'm like, what? why didn't you like stop him then or something? Right. Like you could have broke the illusion. Yep. Yeah, and he brought an apple too. Yeah. <laughs> did he? Did yeah, he did. That. He had an apple in his hand. Yeah. You, yeah. We can tell that Grundy does have some feelings for Rick. You know? I started I totally thinking of Pluto uh, vines. I like just seen Ragnarok recently, and uh, Hulk was calling him friend, Thor friend, friend stay. <laughs> yeah. And then Grundy says friend at the end, like, wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, I just thought Ludo from Labyrinth. Uh, <laughs> you got this big hulking creature, no pun intended there, that yeah. like you don't know if they understand you. And that's all I kept thinking. <clears throat> Although Ludo was much cuter than Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Well, anyway, the uncle should be dead. Come on. Right. Yeah. That, that I mean, would if Grundy barely made it, <laughs> yeah. come on. Uh, this time, if you look, the sand is gone. So you could actually say, oh, he didn't kill him because there's no sand left. So no power. But please, the sand <laughs> was still in it when he threw him against the car. So I don't know how you survived that. Yeah. Plus the fact that he was snapping his neck with those punches. Yeah. He thinks oh he's hitting Grundy. Yeah, absolutely. So he wasn't holding back. No. Yeah. Yeah, that guy should be dead. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how they explain. I, I don't know. I mean, they had the empty hourglass. Maybe they'll try to use that as an explanation, but I, I don't buy it. Anyway, while Pat and Courtney are trying to help rig Barbara fills Mike in on Eclipse of those visions, Mike wants to know how they can help him. Barbara tells him they just have to be there for uh, Courtney and Pat as they hug the Whitmore house is covered in ice. What do you think of that? I was just, like, what is happening? Weather getting at- worse or... Or <laughs> well, with the preview for next week, I'm really confused. Like, because I don't know if it's Eclipso this entire time. I feel like it's Agnes, but yeah. is it all Eclipso <laughs> doing this? It's like, what the heck? Yeah, that's could go a couple of different ways. I think you know that might be Cameron. That could be yeah. Shade. I mean, that that could be anything. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that's. Calypso's doing that, yeah, now that he's thinks he's already at least broke Rick, thought he had was going to break Beth. It's, knows he broke Yolanda. Yeah, he broke a yeah. Yolanda. It's time for him to go after the Whitmores. All of them. <laughs> yeah, they're next. I don't know, Dave, I think it was you with the theory about Barbara having powers where you're your comic book guy. So if it is, in fact, Eclipso and they're going after Barbara and Mike, do you think this is when she's going to suddenly like show her powers? Or well, no, he said that she could really be the daughter or of the shade that we used right. to see in the comic books, and that they were related. I thought she's from another dimension. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just like either uh, way, the... she could still end up with some powers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe this is when the other star band, who's we haven't seen in like four episodes, is going to pop up. Right. Very well, could be. Could be the real dad, and then we find out that uh, Star Girl uh, Courtney is really a, a legacy hero. Yep, we'll see. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of what ifs happening here. That's a whole other show, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we still got four or five more episodes to my gosh see where this is going. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast with good ratings and reviews. It helps other fans of the show to find us. Tell your friends, and we hope you are enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. There's so many of them, like the Mudhorn Clan cast, for example, <laughs> which will be coming back strong in December. Yes. Ooh. But anyway, go check out www.fangirlzone.com. You can check out our contacts page with all the various ways to get a hold of us. Live tweet with us when you can, and let us know what you think about all of the questions that we've put out there. And stump these guys who have all of the comic knowledge i have none with this i want to hear from all of you so for this episode of the star power podcast 
This is Steve. Is that what you need me to do? Give in to my worst fear that I'm an outsider? This is Sean Fangirl S. Wow. Eclipso would probably take away all my book. That would probably be my worst fear. <laughs> this is Cosmic Staff Dave. Hey, Rick, if you thought Grundy squirting juice on you was bad, dude, when he get to prison? Oh, 